crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Hey, what he said, except at the end, I'm going to say I'm Dan. Welcome to episode 175 of Heroes of Noise, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? How's everybody doing out there? You guys ready? You ready to have some fun? Steve, are you ready to like uh, give them a little bit of uh, razzle-dazzle today? Absolutely, but if they want to hear the real razzle-dazzle, it's the Patreon. You did a secret razzle-dazzle. Yeah, it was an impromptu. called razzle-dazzle. It was, it was an impromptu razzle. It was in your false advertising, Steve. Razzle-dazzle just came up right I can call it that, no, just so that no. we, you're factual, of course. But oh, now we have no proof. It's going to be called razzle dazzle, okay. and so I'm telling you. All right, I guess called. we're calling it razzle dazzle, though it doesn't get said once the entire time. But Steve, for this particular show, do you want to be the razzler or the dazzler? You're going to be the razzle dazzle. You're going to be both. Oh wow, what, what is this shit? We haven't because, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't recorded. Your, your you're, you're too lazy to razzle or dazzle. <laughs> I, your friend Steve, only got a few hours of sleep last night, so he's uh, Dan's gonna be doing the razzle dazzle because he he has a lot of a lot of energy right now. Wow, a lot. <laughs> he just got some caffeine. Yeah, a little cocaine. Not really. I did not do that. I'm a just little kidding. coffee. No, oh, that that. But I also said the cocaine, which of course I did not. Oh yes, yeah, did not do that. I need some coffee in me. All right, dude. We got a show to do. All right, let's let's stop messing yeah. around here. Let's do a show because you know what? It's been a while. Go ahead, Steve. I'm not going to do it because I did it three times in the razzle dazzle. <laughs> I know. I think I, I think I did it maybe twice during the. That's what we should call it. It's been a while during the razzle during the. Ra- what? Yeah, sure. Let's call it's, this one razzle dazzle, too. This is razzle dazzle, not two as in also, but in a number two. You should have called the call the other one. It's been a razzle dazzle. It's been a razzle. Look at you. You know what? Take two. All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode. <laughs> We were doing so well, Steve. I don't know what happened. I know. I'm waking up, bro. I'm trying to wake up. What's Let's going go. on, dude? Are you ready? Hitting my ginger beer. I, I need Let's you to it. be the uh, the uh, springboard <laughs> I can bounce things off of. Are you ready, sir? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Let's do this. So right. how was your week, my friend? It was fast. Uh, got that sweet booster. Yes, I got boosted myself. It was nice, painless, rocking and raw. I feel like Superman now. How about yourself? Uh, well, as you know, we were going to record on Thursday. We both kind of went, eh. That's cool because the booster was fine. I never felt sick, but I felt super, super fucking tired. Really, yeah. really tired. And um, even though I had, it was on Thanksgiving when I was experiencing this, so I had to get my lazy ass up anyway and go to have a you know a festive dinner and such. But um, the two things that I think were the most noticeable this time was the amount of soreness in my arm and this weird back pain. I don't know what's up with the back pain, but it was... Very distinctive of any other back pain I've ever had. Very strange. Join the club. Yeah. What's up with that? What's up with the what's up with the vaccine? What? We, <laughs> hey, we could oh no, that wasn't on the word. That was on Razzle Dazzle, I think. Oh, you missed happened. the Seinfeld you Razzle the Seinfeld discussion, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Is it worth your money? I don't know, but you missed it. If you want Razzle and Dazzle, trust me. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's definitely some razzling and dazzling going on. Hey, what's the deal? What's the deal with airline food? What? How was your Thanksgiving though? As a vegetarian man, how did that go for you? Well, I went to uh, Bell's family's house, mm-hmm. and they because my mom canceled. She's like, I'm still not. She's not ready with no masks at all in any way, shape, or form. She's like, Nope, not ready yet. Which is fair. Is she vaccinated? Um, vaccinated and everything? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Just wondering. She's just not there yet. Okay. 
And uh, so I go to their house and her sister had made me a vegan, some vegan oh, dishes. Nice. Come on. How were they? Come on. It was good. It was fantastic. I just ate too much, bro. And then I made, I, got, I took leftovers because she, what she did was her sister, she had her house just like the table had the whole. Was there like, a cornucopia on the table? Dude. And what they did was they she had wine bottles lined up perfectly. And then next to the wine bottles, the wine bottles with just water in it lined up perfectly and chilled. And then the carafes? Are you talking about carafes? Carafes. No, these Carafes. were wine bottles. With that water? That were in specifically them? for water. Yes. Okay. And they were chilled. And so I, I afterwards, she's like, oh, um, for to go, for the to go orders or, you know, whatever you're taking home. He's like, she's like, um, I bought just disposable um, meal prep containers that you could just take home and just eat them from there. So you could just fill up these meal prep containers and just take them. That's dope. <laughs> that is dope. It's fancier so than like, the paper plate, but I mean, you know. Dude. And though you don't have to freaking put the foil, it just clip, clip, clip clips right on the top. Yeah, that's nice. And I was just, in my bad, I just got home and it didn't even make it to the lunch the next day. I just started grubbing. That's what you're supposed to do with good Thanksgiving food. What, let me ask you, what did she make for you? She made some tofurkey. Oh, no, no, no. Belle made me tofurkey. Yeah, my Belle made me tofurkey. She made me a vegan uh, stuffing okay, just for me. Let's go back for a second. What is tofurkey? It is tofu that is turkey-like. I mean, I know, but I mean, like, what? <laughs> I didn't realize that. Are they shaping it into a turkey leg? Are they? No, no. Is it, it's um, just, what, what's, it's like a loaf. What is flavoring? This tofu that makes it turkey like. You're kind of flavoring it. I take that personal, Steve. What do you mean? What are you throwing? Yeah, you, you gotta go, you gotta flavor it yourself. One must know how to what I'm getting cook. at. But what what is it? It's like with breadcrumb over it, and in the middle they put like uh, celery and such. But does it taste like turkey? I don't remember what turkey tastes like. That's true. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll tell one. you what it is. It's delicious, Steve. I mean, it's dead flesh. I imagine it tastes like humans. I don't know, but if it does, mm, humans. This guy, man. This guy. I know you made the. You didn't make the turkey this year, did you? Uh, let's just say the company was great. Awesome, man. <laughs> Were there great. a lot of kisses and hugs? No, no kissings, no huggins, because you know what? COVID. I know, but you're vaccinated, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm just kidding. Just nah, we just don't love each other that way. That's understandable. <laughs> no, oh, I mean, you went yeah. to your mom's there huh? There was hugs and stuff. Yeah. No, I went over to my uh, wife's uncle's house. So he oh. uh, he did the whole bird himself. He did every all the trimmings and, and fixings and all of that was done. But he did ask me nice. to cut the bird for him. Because I, I, I cut a mean bird, Steve, you know? Like, did I'm you no, pray? What? Did I pray? No. What am I going to pray to? I don't know. Some, some people do that. I, I, I'll go to the bathroom or something if they start doing that shit. <laughs> Heathen. Thank you, Father God. Dan, what do you have to say? You all right? You cool? All right. Let's eat. <laughs> What's say? How was the gravy? Hey, thanks for the big flood. And uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> thanks for this wonderful world we live in, in God. I really appreciate all of your efforts. Freaking Dan. <laughs> I think your finest moment was that earthquake in China that killed uh, 4,000 people. But hey, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> it was oh, a necessary boy. evil. We had to do it. It was necessary. It's, it's in God's plan. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should get off this subject. <laughs> I'm a fucking heathen. I've been called one in real life. No, his best work was the wonderful food you had that day. Yeah, sure. There Good. we go. Yeah, whatever. You got those answers all lumped in your pocket. Did you have to say grace? Did you say grace? No. Did they say grace? Yes. Her dad. And how were you with it? You say, oh, you, say like, amen? Okay. you say amen? Yeah, I was like, okay. Did you say amen? It's weird holding hands. I haven't held hands in like, shoot, a year or two years. Holding hands is weird. It's a weird it's not, thing, isn't it? Except it with is your like, weird thing. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine with this, your person or your little kid or something. But when you got to hold Uncle Ron's hand. That's an interesting thing. You got to always make sure. It's not a matter of like, hey, that's a guy's hand. I don't want to hold it. It's nothing like that. But you just got to think about this sometimes. You know, you know what I mean? You know what I realized, dude? If you hold hands yeah. clasped, it's okay. But if Uncle Ron, you try to go between the fingers with Uncle Ron, <laughs> it changes the game. You're grabbing onto the tip of uh, Uncle Ron's index finger and putting your fingernail inside his fingernail. <laughs> do, do you, now, when you're holding, when you go holding hands with Bell, do you go intertwine fingers every time? When I'm holding hands with your girlfriend gail oh with gail and Uh, no um, intertwined every time huh it's yeah i don't think so i don't think it's exclusive oh i don't think i think it's more of a between the fingers thing all the time same with me mine's always between the fingers if i tried to hold her hand a different way she'd be like is something wrong one time she put her foot up to me as a joke and asked me to hold her foot like a hand. Kind of grossed me out a little bit. I'm just saying. Uh, it's not her foot. You're it's, not a foot person. It, just, it wasn't her foot, per se. It was just, uh, that was weird. Like, the, it didn't match up. We had shorts and longs. Didn't work. Kind of weird. <laughs> so if you're on the couch and she just wants to tease you and she, like, puts her toe on your cheek, nah. do you are you like, or nah. are you just like, oh, that's funny? I'm not tripping. I used to be kind of weird about feet back in the day. I just didn't like them. I'm sure there's some 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 psychological shit there somewhere, but... When you oh, become sure. an X-ray tech, you, oh, that's all true. that shit just goes out the window, dude. Like, well, you I have seen booty some, holes. I have see? seen some things. I have messed with booty holes. So um, everything. I have up messed for grabs. with stomas, and mm. you know, like nasty shit, dude. Nasty, 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 nasty. Fistulas. Yeah, that's. I don't like people touching my face. I don't like people touching my face either. Yeah, I don't like that. And Belle just is confused by it. She's like, not even me. I'm like, I don't like You mean you won't even let her touch your face? No, like if she starts, if she says something's on my face, I'll kind of move away and get it myself. Really? And sometimes she'll still touch my face knowing it drives me bonkers. Yeah. So let me ask you a question then. That thing that I made for you, is that like, are you just completely creeped the fuck out in that picture? Well, the thing is, we were doing a picture, so I kind of have to, you just have to get, it's just, I think like when people touch your face, it messes up like your skin. I think <laughs> messes up your skin. Yeah, the, all their dirt from their hands are getting on your skin. Of the punum. You think it's just this instant transfer? Like, like it's just. I mean, you, I guess I mean, technically, you have to go, you have to is, immediately. Yeah, I mean, technically, I guess the the transfer will will tra- You know, uh, what am I trying to say? It'll cross contaminate a little bit, but yes. But I don't think it's like deteriorating your face. Like for it instance, I'm looking at this. Such. I'm looking at this photo of you right now. Yes, and uh, I don't think that that was any problem whatsoever. I don't think you had any issues. I bet you had no <laughs> blemishes over the following week. Your skin's lovely, Steve. I appreciate that. I skin. appreciate my that. friend. I'm not. It's because people don't touch it. Listen to me. I'm a, I'm a man. Okay, talking to another man. 
And I'm just telling you, you got beautiful skin, bro. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, I'm bad even at the dentist. If if they, the good thing is they put on gloves, but when they're like pushing my cheek around or trying to get in, I'm like, ugh, will you get your hands off my face? I got to make a dentist appointment. I know that really has nothing to do with anything, but uh, I got. Well, I got a good dentist. I got my, my, my mom like swears by. Oh yeah. Well, just great. it just yeah. so happens, Steve, that I need a new dentist. My dentist has uh, he's retired. So I, really? I, I'm, in, I'm in the market for a new one. I could inherit the guy that replaced him, but I don't know who this cat is. Um, I, who you, you know what? When's the last time you went to the dentist? Uh, honestly, I'm due for one. It's been probably because of COVID probably about a year and a half. That's not bad. No, you got a cleaning bad. recently. Yeah, it's not too bad. You ain't got no cavities. Mm-mm. At least I didn't last time. COVID well, was I rough, mean, man. I sat on that couch eating lots of junk. So I don't know. Dude, you had lost a lot of weight at one point. I did. His Remember back. you were like down 20 pounds? <laughs> yeah. I remember. It's back. It's all it's all back. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because this never, is never a terrible mind. time for someone like myself to try and <laughs> be healthy. You know what I mean? There's just good food everywhere. Spirits. Who cares, dude? You're married. Who cares? I'm fine with it. I'm embracing yeah. this new older age, man. Just get the beer belly. Why? Why do I need that? Because who cares? But who but why though? What is that? I'm not saying purposely do it, but just eat when you want to eat. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Appreciate that. Eh, yeah. Who cares? Hey, you want to know something happy? I'm going to change the subject on what? you. What? Uh, I believe some congratulations are in order. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I want to talk about my friend, Johnny Bucks. Your friend, too. Johnny Bucks and his lovely new bride, Joe, who are so they celebrated their nuptials on what we call Thanksgiving. It wasn't their Thanksgiving, of course. They're overseas. They don't give a shit about that. They're a wedding day. And now we will never forget their wedding day, Steve. We won't. And I didn't even know they were getting married. You're a real piece of work, Hudson. For real. <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> I, if you, I, I, I just happened to listen to the last episode. I mean, he talks about it in a Ooh, Electric Shock. But on the last episode, he was saying that he was getting married last Thursday. So, great episode, by the way. I love, I love those guys so much, man. We did really you send them like a song? Did you sing a song to them? Why would I sing a song to them? Like, a, oh, like my, like my cousin? <laughs> should I sing Ice Castles for him? Oh, you totally should. <laughs> Send them a voice a voice message on the show, Ooh Electric Shock, of you singing Ice Castles. I'm sure they'd love it. Hey, speaking of like, um, I was talking about it with you earlier, the whole uh, 30 Rock thing. Jane Krakowski is fantastic for just making awkward scenes where she just starts oh, breaking out in the song. God damn it. I, I love that show. Sorry, that was from the other. That was from the, that's when we were razzling and dazzling. But razzling and dazzling. Yeah, I'm really into the 30 Rock right now. I've been watching that, folks. And I think you should check it out if you haven't seen it. It's really fun. Um, what else? Let's see. Yeah, so they got married, man. They're like they're. Uh, That's nuts. Dude. They're That's sharing so their lives together now. That's so beautiful. They have been sharing their lives together, but now they've actually made it official. I don't know if, if oh. the lovely couple went on a honeymoon. I don't know, but I'm hoping wherever they are right now, they're having a great time. Just hold. Maybe they're Absolutely. holding. Maybe they're holding hands right now, interlocking fingers. Oh, they're de- intertwined for sure. Yeah, I think so. Congratulations. Well, guys, no congratulations, Bucks and Joe. Love you, Bucks. What else, man? Joni Bucks. Joni Bucks now. Maybe. Joe, Joni, Joni Bucks. Johnny and Joni. I like it. Yeah. Johnny and Joe. Joni Bucks. She's a lovely woman. I, I kind of said hello to her through a conversation we were having uh, like over Facebook. The, 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 what is the phone version of Facebook Messenger? Whatever that is. It's kind of like Skype. I, we were talking once and I heard her in the background. So oh. I said hello. Joe. I said, I said, were you hello, like, come hello, on. Love, hello, love. Nice to meet you. 
He does have that gravelly voice. Yeah. Hello, chaps. <laughs> Just listening to the uh, Ooh Electric Shock. He was talking about his recent trip up to some award show in the with his with his friend Dudley, and they got to see antlers. They uh, had a wonderful time. Is, John just told this wonderful story about his day. I like that. Like that's the kind of show where they can just talk about anything, and it just sounds so lovely because of their Amazing. accents, and and not only just the accents, but they're charming as hell. Of course, great show. It's been a while, man. I've been like uh, I've been saying that a lot, huh? It's been a while, but it has been because I haven't been listening to a lot of pods. I've been catching up on folks, most of them, and uh, great content out there, man. But I still have a lot of catching this up. This is true. Do. What's your favorite podcast of the week right now, bud? Oh, man, that's a great quote. My favorite podcast of the week would have to be. Um, well, I do like a good uh, trashy divorces is always fun. You don't have to wonder what that's about. Just drama. Yes. Drama and they and just talk about the worst divorces in history and how they happened and what it, you know, what happened in the divorce. And it's fun just listening. It's not fun. Rich people have problems too, but I think my favorite uh, podcast for the week, there's a horror one called, I forgot the name of the horror one, The Gray Rooms is pretty good. And then The Office Ladies. I listen to The Office Ladies because they break down the show they were on, The Office. And they have a, like John Krasinski will come on and be like, oh, I remember doing that. And yeah, it's, it's Pam and Angela breaking down The Office. Pam and Angela. It's addicting. It's literally Pam and Angela is what you're saying? It's those two. They have a show where they break down and they're like, I have the original script on me and that wasn't part of the script. He ad-libbed that. And they could play clips and be like, oh, I remember when we did that. This made it a more interesting podcast to me. Now, I didn't realize it was actually the actor. And they'll bring the people on. Yep. What's what's (laughs) Who played played, uh, Angela? What was her name? Angela. No, who played the actress? I mean, excuse me. What actress played Angela? Angela, that's her real name. Oh, for real, it is. Oh, Angela okay. Kinsey. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. Kinsey. Thank you. Who's on first? <laughs> hey, I didn't know you. You just said Angela, so I was thinking maybe you just you know, <laughs> the internet wasn't working or something like that. No, but it's it's really 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 fun to um to like I because since I remember the shows like so well, I always wonder what Michael made up and what he did and what Steve Carell just came up with on the spot. It's just fun, you know. So. uh those are and all you know, and a lot of things is just like my favorite things are like freaking ooh electric shock and um you know all of our favorite our favorite uh, seen it you know seen it killing it as our, always seen it yeah, killing all it all of this our year. favorite people I don't know what it is like they've always killed it but like those boys are coming hard with some content lately they really absolutely I would give their I would give their podcast a thirteen <laughs> is what, what I would do out of what though out of ten ah uh, okay always, you know. Can I just give the give the gentleman a compliment without you being such a smart? No, asshole? you can for sure, for sure. Okay. Thirteen sure. out of ten, ladies and gentlemen, seen a cast, lovely host Kova and the- spoiler Steve with a an array of guests week to week. How's that? Freaking freaking Steve! I I mean, man, this movie was okay, you know, but I'll give it nine point five. I feel terrible. I need to get in touch with this guy, man. He asked me to do <laughs> a show a while ago, and. My life has been crazy, just crazy, Steve. So I haven't really been able to commit to anything. So I'm going to get into it. Well, you have a wonderful, you know, you have a family with a wonderful daughter in college and such. It's just, it's just a lot of work. But I'm going to get, I want to get back <laughs> onto the scene of cast, man. It was a great show. And I, I'm sorry if that sounds like I'm just inviting myself on, but I'm just following up with an invite that I sort of uh, dropped the ball on. Ignored? 
No, not ignored. I, I did acknowledge. I just, uh, it's just, anyway, who cares? I want to go on Cinecast and all the other shows too. I miss you guys. All right, let's, let's continue, Steve. I feel Aww, off right now. There's a moment of, of absolute feeling. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit off right now. Can I find some familiarity with the show real quick? Do you mind terribly, sir? Let's do it. Thanks. Hey, it's going to be a little while. Got the horn one. The other, the other song, it's gone. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, so I guess we're going to keep using this one for now. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. My name is Dan. You can reach me there. That's Steve. You can reach him there, too. And check this out. You can go to Twitter. Hit us up at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public, and Steve at S-E underscore Hudson Music. Go to www.heroesofnoise.com, and there you'll find it all, ladies and gentlemen. It's a, uh, it's a you know what? Let's stick with the Thanksgiving theme. It's, it's a cornucopia of goodness out there. We got videos. We've got extra podcasts. We got all kinds of shit. You want to know who we're listening to? Go and check it out. It's all right there. You want to buy a shirt? Buy a shirt. By the way, they're on sale right now. And I'm sorry, I'm just working that in because I just thought about it. But I'm going to go ahead and stop. Subscribe to the show. Do all that stuff that we ask you to do week to week. And uh, with that, I'm let's get back into the game, Steve. I got a lot of shit to talk about. You know what it feels like, bro? It feels like uh, like that first day back to the gym. Not quite myself just yet. We've been gone a little while. Cause we 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 kind of blew it all on the razzle dazzle. What do you mean we blew it all? You saying you shot your wad already, sir? I think I was so excited just to talk to you that I actually like all my energy legitimately went into that, just uh, catching up and having fun. So now you're just, just like, all right. Is, so this is all just uh, half effort. What you're leftover? Saying? Yes. Nice. Okay. Yes. Nice. This is just nut bush. Way to sell the show, Steve. That's great. Hey. You know what? I want to talk about something that is kind of older news, but we really haven't talked about it too much. And that is the whole brass against P incident, Steve. Did you see the video? <laughs> I did. You did see the video. Yeah. Most people are probably gonna know what I'm talking about, but brass against vocalist Sophia Eurista. Funny ass name, by the way. I do believe so. She's like a urine barista, Steve. Urinates on a fan on stage during the Welcome to Rockville set. And boy, did she. I mean, did she ever, Steve? <laughs> That's... <laughs> I mean, wow, that's a lot of pee. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know those peas when you're like, oh, God, I'm gonna, I can't make it. I'm not going to make it. That's the kind of pee I think it was. And I'm pretty sure that's, that's why she did that. She was probably like, you know what? This is going down one way or another. I'm going to make it happen. But she did it so creatively, Steve. And it makes me wonder, was it staged? Because the, the man had a camera I mean, on his head. Literally, it was staged. No, 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 yeah. no. You know what I'm saying. But the man that she peed on, the P.E., the P receiver, the P receiver was, uh, he had a camera on his head, strapped to his head. Oh, I didn't see that video. Yeah, you have what did you I see? I only saw it from the, I've only seen it from the crowd. Well, I haven't seen his perspective video, if that's what you mean. That's, that's probably out there. Probably somewhere. I might have it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have it. Unless he's a G and said, I'm going to sell it for an MF, NFT. Hey, you know what? It's the <laughs> Wild West out there, dude. Dog. It's the Wild West. Maybe that's what he did. But, okay, so I could just imagine being in the crowd watching this go down. I've seen some crazy shit on stage. I saw Mike Patton pissing a shoe. Someone threw a shoe at him. He, he whipped, this, this would never go down this time because this, this is New Year's Eve. It was Primus. It was, uh, uh, I want to say maybe Rollins Band. And it was Mr. Bungle. And uh, Mr. Bungle at that time, they would come out and they would be wearing like Basically like the gimp suit from Pulp Fiction, shit like that. Yes. They're all just, you know, crazy. All of them are dressed yes. up. Can't see their faces. And, and the reason that he did that was because he was like so popular with Faith No More. He didn't want to like shadow Mr. Bungle, which was his main band to begin with. So that, that's why they wore the masks and stuff. But anyway, 
someone throws a Chuck Taylor at him and he stops. Mid-song, stops, looks down at the shoe, picks the shoe up, whips his dick out. I'm in, I'm probably like 10 rows wow. back standing up. I'm like, well, there's his penis. There it is. I remember this. Pees into the shoe. And it's it's a long horse-like pee, much like uh, Mr. Arista. <laughs> okay. Right? Just, yeah. a, just a horse piss. And then, Steve, what do you think he did? I threw it, he threw it back into the Yeah, well, that happened route. too, Steve, but not before he drank it. <laughs> what? Out of a fucking Mike Patton is a story that we should tell one of these days. But this guy at that time, it was like uh 92, and the album <clears throat> for Faith No More, uh Angel Dust was about to come out. And during the recording of that album, he got into some real weird shit where he was playing jokes on people, doing like uh upper deckers or leaving a shit in a mailbox, or just weird he, guy was playing with his pee and poo a lot. Don't ask me why. Just saying that's what he was doing. So apparently that wasn't the most wild thing they've done on stage. But in this particular night, he decided to go ahead and urinate into the shoe, look at it, and then just like bottoms up, held it up over his head and just it just spilled what? all over him and he actually drank it. Yeah. And then he took the shoe and he threw it in the crowd. And that was like, it was funny. And it's, did someone legit catch it? I don't know because I was scattered. I'm not trying to catch that shit. I caught a, one of his like I was up too close one time and he did like a stage dive and he kicked me into the forehead. And I don't, I, that's enough. I don't go too close up to Mike Patton anymore. Now he's old. doesn't matter. Like, he won't do that shit. But this, um, so this isn't that crazy. No, I'm just saying I've seen things like this before. But so I'm like, I would just be like, oh, that's fucking wild. But here's where I would like go. OK, now fun is fun. But ladies and gentlemen, now you've hurt me because what if I'm in the crowd right next to a uh, head camera guy and I'm watching all this shit going down like this is wild. She pees on him, right? And again, I can't stress, I mean, this is a fountain that this woman puts out, like a horse. And then he stands up. It's like all in his mouth and shit. You see him like spitting it out. He starts spitting it out into the crowd. And then he did the the thing where you like, because, you know, it's a flat surface, the stage. And he he does like a, a forearm sweep so that it all just goes like a wave into the crowd. That would have <laughs> been... <laughs> That would piss me off, Steve. No pun intended. I that would have been unfortunate. But did he? Do we know the background? Like, did he ask for this? No, uh, he was okay. Here, let's see what it says here. So, uh, Brass Against were performing, and frontman Sophia Rista kept saying that she really had to use the bathroom. It says, I guess I'm not sure who they're asking. Who are you talking to? Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't say who they were talking to. It says, I guess she asked the crowd if anybody wanted to be peed on. And one fan into water sports was more than willing to take the brunt of Sophia's number one. So, uh, by the way, mm-hmm. I'm reading this off of Metal Injection. So if it sounds kind of silly, okay. this is just an article I pulled. But it says, sure enough, the uh, the below footage shows the fan getting on stage during Brass Against cover of Rage Against the Machine's Wake Up, which is pretty dope, by the way. I don't know if you think what you think of that band, but I like their covers. So Sophia pulls down her pants and thong and whoosh. There it is. Impressively, Sophia continues to sing while going pee. Um, that's pretty much what happened. So after this, of course, which was I think it was the very next day, uh, Brass Against put out a tweet and saying how she got carried away and they issued a full apology. And they pretty much assured the the uh, fans of Brass Against that this would never happen again. So, you know, her ass got, you know, she got like, what would you say? I just, a heated discussion? I, I would say it's we are such a prudish society. See, we're doing a live show. Okay, you and I, we're at the we're at some yeah. some con somewhere. We're doing a live podcast. Uh-huh. I whip it out and I just piss all over somebody. What do you? How you feel? You ask, that? hey, I want to pee on someone, and someone raises their hands. Yeah, and, and then, then you do it, and then I do it, and then like, yeah, okay, you're you're down. Yeah. 
You're not apologizing the next day? You just made that person's year. Had a lot of coffee that day, too. I don't care. Okay. All right. Just We're wondering. a prudish society. It's just when someone says, I'm into it, and they get up there, and then they get it done to them, literally a fan probably having the best concert he's ever been to. Here's the thing. I'm not offended by this. I'm not I don't appalled know why, by this yeah. whatsoever. I'm just asking you, the question I was asking is, if you're in the crowd and and that comes your way because that guy decided to get the crowd Now, that involved. would annoy me. Yeah, because you're not asking for it, right? So exactly. that's where it gets a little crazy, but you can't really blame Sophia Arista for it. She didn't do it. No, and she I just, don't think that's what they were calling. They were saying that she got carried away. They didn't say he did. They said she got carried away. So they and here's the thing: what they're not understanding is a lot of people would have started going to their shows thinking something crazy like that will happen again. Oh, I'm sure they're going to. Guaranteed. They're not the now next... because they already said never going to happen again. Yeah, never but gonna there's going to be those people that buy the brass against tickets just to see, just to see. Is it going to okay. happen? And I think it's going to be fairly tame. I don't think. She, I think she's going to. Be it's going to be very tame. Yeah, she's not going to. And she. This. Uh, I mean, more power to that. I. I support her totally. I think that they, unless she was the one that said I shouldn't have done that. But if it was them saying it, and she just has to go along with it because she didn't. I don't think she put out a personal thing. I think she put I out think, a lot of personal thing. <laughs> all over homie's face. Well, apparently he doesn't listen to TLC. Let me ask you. <laughs> <laughs> he should have just stuck to the rivers and lakes that he was used to. So. <laughs> that guy was chasing waterfalls for sure that evening. Nice one, buddy. I like it. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. That. Hey, listen to this, though. Um, let me ask you a question real quick, a real question. Yes. Oh, by the way, update number two here says uh, local Daytona authorities are currently investigating this incident. Eurisa could face a maximum penalty of one year in jail. Now at a time, oh, hey, and but listen though, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that, I mean, I guess technically she has to be held to the same standards, bro. If one of us were on stage and we whipped it out and they saw our genitalia, I mean, that's technically enough to get you registered on the, on the, uh, you offense. know what? If there's a, a minor in that crowd. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Yes. That's what You're I'm getting totally at. right, dude. Yeah. So it's not like I'm not offended. Like the act of it doesn't offend me. Like I said, I've seen way more crazy shit. Holy but this crap. is this is not 1992. <laughs> you know, this is Dude. this is not the day of Gigi Allen where he was like smearing his own shit on his body and throwing it into the crowd and stuff like that. This is two twenty. So this is 2021, right, dude. dude. And if it was an over 21 crowd or over 18 crowd, she's probably in the clear. There is a 100 percent chance there was a minor in that crowd. No question. There's a six. There's a 17 year old in that crowd so now they got the you know the local authorities charges perhaps but just wait until someone needs some money my son oh you went to that concert you did go to that concert huh there's a lawsuit dude also it's not like rage against the machine is exactly pro law enforcement so they might just use this as a reason i don't think rage against the machine is really raging anymore man i think it's all you know that's what i hear but tom I still morello like does not does not rage against the machines on sirius xm yeah, but you know what he did? Uh, he did do a song in support. He randomly in support of the strike, dude. The local thirty nine, the local and the strike? strike. Yeah, the engineers are like across California that are striking. He wrote a song. He did, for a, him? He did a song for him. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Huh. All, right, all right. He said it's called like "Hold the Line." Hold the line. Love isn't always on time. That one. Oh Jesus. 
It's called hold. The I line, didn't know Steve. they said hold the line. I believe they do, unless I just made it up. I did not know that. I think it's hold the line. I think you know what I'm. If, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it is. I'm, I just I'm never put it, it together. In, in fact, yeah. Uh, one more question for you, Steve. Yes. Would you allow Sophia Urista to, to urinate on you on stage, or for that matter, in a private setting? Not my thing, but uh, if a friend said that she did it to, I wouldn't be totally grossed out. There's not many kinks that I'm just like, what? Every I'm like, oh, it's just uh, it's something they're into. Okay. There's not many kinks that I just like. What about it's fecal just philia? Horrifically, that one's a tough one. Well, like a you know, like a Cleveland steamer. Would you would you take a Cleveland steamer in the well, right setting? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But if my friend said he was into it or she was into it, I'd be like, I get it. If anything, that is the most. I mean, you are the closest you'll ever be to a person. Like there are married couples that have never done that, so you're really close to them. More I will say firsthand that my wife has never shat on me. Just in case anyone was wondering. But if she was like, I'm into that, you wouldn't be like, no. No. You'd be like, well, I, we're married. I, 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 no, I don't think I would do that. Well, then there it is. I Some mean, people there, are just We would closer. have to have a talk right now. No, closer no. in that way. As in like, I'm into that thing. Oh. Like some married couples are like, no, I'm just not going to do that thing. And some people that met each other yesterday and be like, oh, luckily I'm into this weird kink. Not weird. I'm into this kink. And so since we share that, let's only share that. And that's the only thing we do. Okay. And then I go home and go to work. Prior to this uh, news article, had you heard of Sophia Arista before? Never. What do you think? I think, you know, I think that she, number one, I didn't even know there was a, I, well, I, obviously there was going to be a rage cover band. Mm. I didn't know a, that there was a popular rage cover band or B that she was, she's just a really pretty girl. Woman. Very, very, very pretty. Very pretty. I, I don't think. Are they super popular? Are, I don't think they're known as a rage cover band. I guess kind of because I mean, there's brass against, but um, they do tool. They do other songs too. What were you asking? Are they popular? a lot of money doing that crap. Did you ask me if yeah, they're popular? I, they're the... I would yeah. say they're popular now. I bet you everyone knows their name now. You know, they're a lot more popular than they were about two weeks ago. <laughs> That's for sure. You ain't even lying, dude. But no, I, you ain't even. I heard about them probably about a year ago. A buddy sent oh, wow. a, a YouTube video. And that's how I, I just watched them all. I was like, oh, well, look at her singing. That's pretty cool. Has Rage said anything about this? Uh, not that I know of, but I'm not really tapped into their their news network. Have they ever mentioned them in general in life? Have they ever been like, oh, you should see Brass? Or they're, they're not even in any way even know that these people exist that does their song and named after them pretty much. Personally, I don't know. I mean, I've never heard anything about that. But I imagine they probably commented. They're kind of taking their name in a way. They have to say they something. They are very taking their <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're not brass against the machine. I think they're just brass against That's true, but everyone knows. We know. We know. You don't, you don't put against If I was your... just like, hi, I'm Michael Jack. I just happen to do Billie Jean. I'd be like, come on, dog. We got you. <laughs> we see you. My new band, Meth Leopard. We just do all the... <laughs> we just, <laughs> we just do uh, Death God. Leopard songs while we're wired out of our fucking minds. They're uh, double speed. And I double drum time. with one hand. Yeah. But it seems like two because I'm methed out. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought uh, I thought that was uh, newsworthy stuff right there. And I realize it's old, but we haven't talked for a while. You know what I mean? Anything else going Dude, on in the news, man, that you. Uh... If no, if a DJ isn't out there right now trying to blend Wu-Tang and freaking Def Leppard and calling it Meth Leopard or just Method Man stuff in Def Leopard, do it. Meth Leopard. <sighs> meth would... vocals. Method oh, Man dude. vocals over Def Leppard song. Over, come on, Meth Leopard. I mean, that's pretty good. It's probably, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm willing to bet that that name in, is so good it's been taken. Okay, let me look. 
I don't think it has. I'm looking myself. Uh oh. Meth Leopard. Here we go. Meth Leopard Infanticide. Meth Leopard. Yeah, there's a band called Meth Leopard. I think they're death metal. <laughs> Grindcore. You want to hear some Meth Leopard? Sure. Let's see what Meth Leopard sounds like. Hold on. Oh, full album. All right. Let's see what Meth Leopard sounds like. I have no idea what this is going to be. Here we go. Uh, the album's called Woke. This is the intro, Steve. Let me just scoot a little bit. Here we go. Sounds just like the intro. There we go. It's like sex music. Good stuff. That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't care for that. Grindcore. I don't, huh? I don't really hate on Grindcore. It's not my thing. I know. Uh, I know Steven. Our friend Steven loves that shit. It's not for me. He probably knows who Meth Leopard is. He's probably the singer. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard it? Have you ever heard Steven sing like that? There's I this have. Video, that video. Do you remember the video that he sent? Where it was like a, the only reason I clicked on it because he's like, "This is me. This is me." But then yeah. I've also heard him sing normal. Yeah. You know, they got a voice. Not, nor- not saying grindcore isn't normal singing. No, I know what you meant. I don't think anyone okay. thinks that way. Yeah. All right. That's more of a, uh, what do we call it? It's not really singing. It's, I mean, seriously, like, let's, let's break the, is that singing? I don't think it's singing. It's more like, uh, I think it's just vocals. That's me on vocals. That's me on the Vox. The Vox. I, I, I'm going to ask um, Daniel if he's heard of Meth Leopard. I would say he probably has. I don't know if he's really into that, though, is he? I know he likes some of that shit, but I don't know if he's a grindcore guy. Maybe he is. I can't tell the difference between any of it. Yeah, it's getting to where I can't even. Hey, Steve, uh, you want to talk about yeah. some movies or something? You got anything else? Let's do it. Any, uh, any other news topics? Anything? That's huh. I feel like we're missing something, sir. We're just having a chat, so. Uh, oh, rest in peace, Stephen Sondheim. Rest in peace, Steve-O. Josh Groban and Sarah Bareilles, is it? Honor Stephen Sondheim on a Sunday performance in Times Square. Oh, also Lin-Manuel Miranda, your your homie. I knew he was going to be there. He's always there, isn't he? And Lin-Manuel Miranda. There he is. Come on. He's the next Grohl. You know what? Yeah, I think he's already been (laughs) Grohled out. I can't hate on Dave, but God damn it. I'm kind of tired of seeing his face. I am. I'm sorry. But listen. I could be completely wrong about this because I've kind of been keeping away from this one on purpose. I want to go in and kind of either get wowed or not. But I feel like for some reason, House of Gucci is going to be that movie where it's like everyone's like, oh, my God, it's just so good, Steve. That movie is just so good. You see Adam Driver and Lady Gaga. I just think it's it's so good. And then we're going to watch it. And then I'm going to go, hey, Steve, what would you think of House of Gucci? And you know what you're going to say? It's trash. It's fine. It's fine. And I think you 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 might be right. That's what you guys said. Remember all y'all were talking? What's that one with Bradley Cooper and her? Oh, yeah. the uh, uh, Oh, wait, Bradley Cooper. Oh, you're talking about... Um, sorry, I don't know why I was thinking Silver Linings Playbook. You're talking about A Star is Born. Everyone raved about that. Every, you, you did, too. I enjoyed the movie. I just, yeah, I was like, it's fine. Tell me something, girl. Got real sick of that real quick. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> they're playing that song again, are they? All righty. I was like, it's fine. Yeah, it was, it was good. I mean... I really enjoyed it. I did see it twice, but I will say that the rewatchability goes down super quick. It's a downer of a movie. You know, there's not a lot of happiness. In not this yeah, movie. not happy. Not happy. I'm really hoping, though, that I mean, it's a pretty good cast, the House of Gucci. So it could be good. But I just feel like this is going to be that one where we're going to be the assholes going, nah, it's not. <laughs> it's not. that good. Yeah. And I'm not interested in what happened to Gucci. 
I just honestly, it's the cast that's getting me. Oh, what is the name of that movie, Steve, with the, the new Leo DiCaprio? Um, fuck, you seen that? The Netflix trailer by Adam McKay. Yes, yes. What is that movie called? Oh yeah. Um, randomly, like a, a dude that used to be, he was one of Bernie Sanders' people. Uh, David Sirota co-wrote that movie. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I heard about it. Don't look up is the one I'm talking about. Are you going to watch it? Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch that movie. That's a good cast, dude. Not just them. I could pull it up and see if I could wow you, but I, it, you're not really into uh, Jennifer Lawrence, first of all. Not big. Not at all, huh? Like, it's not your I, not Not at all. I think she's good in some things. I'm just not big into her. Love her, dude. Like everyone else is. Love her. Love the hell out of her. But Leo, come on, he can't you do wrong, know. dude. He can't. Even you in a bad know. movie. He's going to kill it. Oh, okay. When's the last bad movie he's done? I'm just saying, even uh, if he's in one, it's not going to be He's bad. not. I don't think he's been in one. Let's see. <laughs> he just doesn't do bad movies. He, If anything, he, he might accidentally pick a bad movie and he makes the movie good. And then all of a sudden, it's a good movie. He just doesn't. Have you seen the trailer? Uh Oh, shoot. I saw it on Reddit. It's good. But listen to this cast. Uh, DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, your homie Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> Chris Evans is in it, Jonah Hill, Ariana Grande of all people, Lance Norris, Meryl Streep, uh, Himesh Patel, Kate Blanchett, Matthew Perry, Kid, Kid Cuddy. Is it Cuddy? It is Cuddy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron Perlman of all people, Gina Gershon, Tyler Perry, Rob Morgan. Uh, anyone else that's like worth mentioning here? I'm sure they all are in their own right. But as far as big names go, yeah, that's about it. That's a pretty good cast. You got Leo, a lot of people. You got Leo, Leo and Jonah Hill back together again. They're wonderful. I think this is going to be a good movie. by Timothy didn't? Chalamet. Yeah. Yeah. Your homie. What did you call him? Um, what did you refer to him as? Was it human tofu? I forgot. What I, I think you him. called him human tofu. He's just. You just dude, throw him in and he, he just kind of takes on whatever's are, yeah, around him. Absolutely. I don't think. <laughs> I just think. I don't know. He's one of those actors where I'm just like, am I the crazy one? I think he's fine. Exactly. I think he did a great, I already said, I think he did a great job in that other movie with um, Steve Carell, uh, but not about a boy. I always think of the, fuck, what's the name of that movie? Uh, uh, Beautiful Boy. Yeah, that's it. Great movie. But, oh, wait a second though, Steve, you absolutely love the movie with the, him and the cannibal. Call Me By I Your Name. I did not like, I thought Call Me By Your Name was fine. Oh, I seem to recall. I didn't quite get it. I may need to pull up the, I won't do it right now, of course, but I have a feeling you were raving about this movie. I was because it had Army Hammer in it. And, and, I and, was and not up until recently, it. you were all up Army Hammer's butt. I'm still an Army Hammer fan as long as it was consensual, uh, you know, human biting edibles. <laughs> yeah. Edibles. Like it might not have been, though. And that means Man from Uncle is going to have to recast the sequel. The can from Uncle? <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap, but well it works. Done. Hey, it'll work. It'll do the thing. <laughs> All right, man. Let's talk about some movies. I know we've watched some things. Uh, there's a couple that I'm not going to have a lot to say about, but uh, I included these because we did talk about this previously. Let's talk about Red Notice. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So Red Notice on Netflix right now, starring Dwayne Johnson. All right. We got Gal Gadot and then, of course, Ryan Reynolds and his one-liners in this movie. I heard it's Gadot. Okay. Gadot. I like Gadot better. I have always said Gal Gadot. But apparently she's like, it's Gadot. Are you sure? 
She said it. I'm fairly sure that it's like, that's how you say it for real. Gal Gadot. I think it's Gal Gadot. I'm sticking with Gal Gadot. How about that? If she was to go, no, it's actually Gal Gadot. I'd be like, okay, Gal Gadot. Thank you. That's what I would say. For me, it's Gal Gadot. So. (laughs) Gal Gadot. Do not act anymore. That's what I'll okay. call her. Directed Listen. by Ross and Marshall Thurber. Also written by them. And again, I already told you the cast. Uh, an Interpol agent tracks the world's most wanted art thief. This is a, a Netflix original premiered on November 12th. So it's been, you know, we've had some time with this one here. Um, I, I don't have a lot to say about this movie, Steve. I will say that it's uh, for what it is. If, if it, a Ryan Reynolds movie, I'll usually entertain. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm usually going to watch this yes. one. But this is like. Ryan Reynolds took Ryan Reynolds pills. Absolutely. And they just decided to go, you know what? Just go crazy. Let's take a million takes and we'll get the best. You know what? No, we won't get the best ones. Let's just throw them all in. And it's just, it's like, an, I, I, I've seen so many of his movies, dude. And they're, this one's entertaining to some degree, but it's like, it's like you're getting bashed in the fucking skull with Ryan Reynolds jokes. Absolutely. And it was a bit much for me, man. Like I, I, it's very rare that I'm like, okay, this is quite a bit, but after a while, it's like the charm wears off and I'm starting to wonder at this point, if Ryan Reynolds got anything really left in him outside of that. Cause I'm even like um free guy, which is entertaining. Still the same. It's still the same thing. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Is he one trick in it? Yes. Oh, well he, he is now, but he was a good actor. No, I mean, he was doing some darker stuff. Like he was in, a, uh-huh. was he in Blade 2? 3. Blade 3, that's right. And then he was, but he's done a lot of like weird he shit. He did Buried? He did, uh, I don't know, I think I, I focused more on his comedy. Amityville? Oh, yeah, when he had the beard and stuff, looking all mm-hmm. sexy. I mean, um, yeah, when he was in that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that going, oh, that's Reynolds, huh? Okay, I watched it. I, it was pretty forgettable if I... Because I can't recall. I think Blade anything. 3 was the first time we saw him ripped. Where we're like, oh, this guy's in shape. Hey, he looked like a threat in that Wolverine movie, even though it was garbage. And I think he's the first one to do a character, then do it even better yeah, like by himself. The original Deadpool, which was, yes. what the hell was that? <laughs> this ripped bald guy with his mouth sewn shut. Even though Leah Schreiber is a perfect saber tooth. That dude's though, a beast, man. He was perfect. And I was like, they burned him in this freaking movie, dude. Sometimes you got to fail. I love Leah Schreiber. Did you hear that rumor that uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's just let's just call it a rumor that they have possibly been doing some reshoots from um, Multiverse of Madness. And there's a possibility that Hugh Jackman may be coming back as Wolverine. I don't know if it's going to be just like a cameo or what or if this is even true, but there is a rumor floating around. Have you heard this? I haven't, but I've heard every rumor about everybody that's going to be in this movie. Yeah, I mean, between that one and Spider-Man, <laughs> there's a lot of rumors going on right now. Yeah, dude. We don't know. Vulture might show up because they were just doing reshoots. I think I think they're being planted, these stories. Maybe, just to throw us off. Uh-huh. It's possible. I don't know. But there's some, I mean, there's ways of looking into this on Reddit. And I just, sometimes I really want to know. And then there's other times where I'm like, you know what? Surprise me. But I don't yeah, want, just I don't want everything. I don't want everything sucked but, out of it, you know? No. And then I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be fun being in there watching, watching all these for the first time, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be crazy. Like these next few movies are going to be nuts. I am really enjoying the start, the uh, Spider-Man trailer. I think we got yeah. a, oh, for sure. a winner on our hands here. But now Ryan Reynolds, uh-huh. 
what 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 do you what did you did it take away from the movie for you yes, or do you still enjoy so. Red Notice? No, I enjoyed it. First of all, I think it's too long. It's like two hours, dude. You didn't it's need a, a movie that long for this. No, no. I think that Rock. Uh, I've been calling him Rock. You know, by the way, I got to tell you real quick. Uh, you know what's on my my uh, list to print next? What? Well, there's these uh, little. They're like fidget things. It's a uh-huh. like an octopus. Okay. Okay. And it has, they're all articulated. You can print this thing out and all it does is just like wiggle around and shit. It's just a little fidget thing that you can print out. Although uh, I found one, it's called a Rocktopus and it's got rocks. The, it's got Dwayne Johnson's head on it. I'm going to, I'm going to oh print that gosh. out dude. Cause you know why, why not? I got to do something with this fucking. I know your wife's going to love it. Oh yeah. Every time I do anything. Cause she like, even loves the zombie one. She's just like, that's great. Oh, cause of, cause of the rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She loves her some Dwayne. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as far as this movie goes, dude, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really have that much to say about it, dude. It was, it was just, it was exactly kind of what I expected it to be. And I feel like uh, Dwayne Johnson and, and kind of always Gal Gadot just sort of just sat back with this one and let him do his thing. I don't know. Uh, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's certainly not the best. I don't really have any noteworthy things to say about this one, dude. Honestly, I don't. But we did watch it, so I just wanted to give you my rating on it. But. What do you rate it? I'll give it a uh, I'll give it a solid, not even a solid two. I'm just going to give it a two out of five relentless Ryan Reynolds one liners. I think for this movie, this is the first time I've seen Ryan Reynolds and he spoke in a way that made me say humans don't speak like that. <laughs> it's just over the top. It's like I said, he- normally it's like it's funny enough where it's like I kind of have a friend that kind of is like I could imagine that quit being said right there. This one, he makes such long one-liners that you're like, no one stops a conversation to make that joke. Yeah. This is not a real thing. Yeah. And so it kind of took me out. And at a at a certain point, me and Belle were just like watching it. And she kind of walked away like, for a good, while. And, <laughs> yeah. She came back and she was like, Did I miss him? I'm like, no. Okay. And she was not into it. Yeah. She was like, at the end of it, she was like, Yeah, it was good. It was fine. I was like, oh, you didn't, you didn't like this movie. <laughs> I mean, I'll go as far as to say that if Red Notice Two comes out, which I'm sure it will at some point, I'll probably watch it just because. Absolutely, just because it's a turn your brain off and sit there. You know what this is, Steve? This is a laundry right. folding movie. That's what it is. Oh, for sure, no question. But even when you're folding laundry, you're like, okay, this is enough. Like, I, I think I'll maybe take a break and come back to it. This is a movie you could pause. And take a couple hours just to get your brain right again and then come back in and get beat down with Ryan Reynolds one line. Like it's literally literally every line. Every single line. It was like, it was to the point where I was like, okay, we get it, dude. We, and and I think now he's, he's wondering like, well, should I even try because I get paid so well just doing this thing? He just doesn't want to try anymore. He's like, well, I'll just do this and more power to him. If that's what he wants to do. But it's just for me, I hope he just doesn't sit in this weird sarcastic.com all the time. How old do you think he is now? Well, Ryan Reynolds, I have to go 44. 45. Good job. So do you think he can do that thing where he just does that Jim Carrey flip and he just starts doing drama? Um, he could. Yes, I think he could pull it off. I mean, I don't think he's a bad actor, but he no. just he found this formula that's getting him paid like crazy. 
that's the thing. And I think The Rock understands. He's like, look, I am not trying to win an Academy Award. I'm going to be doing The Rock, period. This is what I do. And he knows that his name is so big that people will go see The Rock in anything because they don't expect him to be Meryl Streep or anything like that. They just want him to jump around and beat people up. That's it. And that's what he does well. He does it very well. He knows well. it. Yeah, yeah. I like him. I like it, but it didn't save that movie. Though. It didn't save this. Movie. No, no, it's, it's 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 a terrible movie. Actually, it's it's a terrible movie that I will watch the sequel to. Absolutely, I and I will say it kind of goes with that saying, at least in my opinion. But uh, outside of the terrible acting, uh, Gal Gadot looks fantastic in this movie. She's a beautiful woman. Dude. Dan approves. Eh, eh, she's fine. I know. I was just waiting for it. I was trying to get you to say that. All right, let's move along then. That movie was uh, just. I really give it. Yeah, yeah. Well, what'd sure. you give it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A two, I give it a two out of five. I give it a two out of five amazing printed eggs that Dan can do. I could do that. Just not this weekend because it's fucking up again. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> God damn it. I, Joe Stark reached out to me because I printed a, uh, with a Chris knife, the knife, the blade from Dune. Uh-huh. And I painted it and I gave it to my uh, daughter. It's one of her best friends. I mean, he asked me to make it and he wanted me to make one for him. And I have it sitting right here ready to mail off. But the problem is, is that my 3D printer has been fucking up and it just doesn't look. I mean, you know, I'm a perfectionist, right? Yeah. So I know I can print better. And I've been trying over and over and over again to print this fucking thing. And I just can't get it right. It's making me insane. So, uh, Joe, listen to me, buddy. It's coming. I promise. All right. I just can't send you garbage. I just can't do it. Sorry. So hopefully you'll still be into Dune. Something tells me you will be. Uh, but you'll get it soon. And that's I just can't say when. Steve, you got Dude. something, though. Like, it actually had, like, a, a quick little moment where the thing worked well. I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on our in our page. Yeah, you should do that. You should. I made something for Steve and Belle um, just because. Because you know what? They're beautiful people. And, and her, she's touching his, his face with, with her hands, which he loves so much. But it's a beautiful little thing. It's not like I made it. Like, I'm, I'm patting myself on the back, but it's called a lithophane. And if you're into 3D printing, they're kind of cool. Little Christmas gifts and shit like that. You should check it out. But, Steve, yeah, put a picture up, would you? Dude, I can't wait because, I mean, she almost brought Belle to tears and I can't even tell people what it is until I put it up on the You can tell them for real what I just did. What did what did she say? It's a beautiful it's a print of our uh, a picture that Belle and I have. And Dan did some sort of magic shenanigans. It's just a program, buddy. I wish I could take credit for it and be like, yeah, I made this awesome thing. But a lithophane is basically a solid piece of material that is uh, it's almost like when you see pumpkins. Uh, that are, are jack-o'-lanterns that are like etched instead of carved and they'll like carve really down to a thin to let the light come through and then some areas are dark i the- thought people did that what do you mean like when when people carve jack-o'-lanterns yeah. that dope what do you mean you thought they did of course they did it like with a knife yeah or some oh, okay, some good. type of a blade yeah but it's okay, like an cool. etching kind of a thing. But it's like the same idea, except it's done in 3D printing. And it's, it's pretty cool. There's some freaking cool, dope, dude. But the thing, I'm just so mad because it's like I really wanted to just do some cool. Dude, it'll it'll be back up and running in no time. Oh, my God. But the thing is with 3D printing, Steve, is that there's no like 3D printing shop. Like, hey, we'll fix it. Nope. It's all do it yourself. You, you got to do it. Everything. It's like fixing a fucking car. Oh, did you did you check the belts? Did you tune the, the fucking screen? Oh, my God. It's it's. <laughs> It's a lot. <laughs> you seem very frustrated. It's so frustrating because it'll do well. Like I said, like yours. I mean, if I'm if I'm being honest, there's a couple of things where it's like, ah, that's not worth repeating. But I notice it. You'll probably never notice that kind of stuff. But it was printing very well. When I first got this thing, it was like, holy shit, this thing can do no wrong. And now it's just failure after failure after failure. 
But it's weird because it got so many good reviews, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you start really looking into the forums more because honestly, when I bought that thing, I was kind of ignorant to the whole thing. I just wanted something that was a little more, um, which none of them are. But this one is, it's kind of the closest thing to like just working right out of the box versus any of the other ones. There we go. And it's got That's some cool features want. on yeah. it and stuff. It's just, and it works when it works, it is awesome, but it's just, yeah. It's known for breaking down. And it's one of those things where, like, you know, of course, I'm trying to get a hold of the company and it's all everything's in China. So it takes a long time for them to get back to you. And then, of course, oh, we'll send you a part from China. So it takes some time. So it's very frustrating. But anyway, I'm sorry. I know we're not talking about my 3D printer. I don't even know how we got into it other than those damn eggs. That's what it was, wasn't it? <laughs> it was the those eggs. Goddamn eggs. Anyway, um, did you get a chance to watch King Richard? No. All right. Then you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I could just give a quick review on that one. Go um, for it. Well, I'm just going to tell you, dude, that I think that this is a movie that you will enjoy. We're both Will Smith fans. I know we both like focus. And there are certain movies where I, I know you've said something to the effect that when you watch a Will Smith movie, all you see is Will Smith. Yes. Bingo. Yeah. So I imagine that's a knock, but you've always struck me as a fan of Will Smith. I do so like Will Smith. Yeah. So I think I'll go as far as to say that if you like Will Smith in those movies, you will love him in this movie. Um, Richard Williams, they, they make him out. It's called King Richard and they make him out to be, let me, let me explain at least who he is and what the movie's about before I go into this. Ladies and gentlemen, in case you haven't heard of it, a look at how tennis superstars, Venus and Serena Williams became who they are after the coaching from their father, Richard Williams, who in this movie, even though he has some like unorthodox ways of, um, disciplining his kids as far as not necessarily like punishing, but more like, uh, uh, you know, keeping the discipline of training involved and making sure that their head's always in the game and that they're not being too humble. He has some very odd ways of doing some things, some extreme ways that kind of clash with he and his wife. But his wife was also really big in making sure that Serena and Venus were guaranteed to succeed. And that's the crazy thing about this movie is that, I mean, he had a plan from day one. He had a plan before these girls were even born that they were going to be who they became. That's the fucking crazy thing about this is that he everything that this dude predicted came true because he worked hard at it and i mean it's it's true it's fucking documented and it's just this really kind of incredible story of this family and the thing is it's not even the whole story because it stops pretty much when venus is now getting noticed you know like when the world finally notices who venus is that's where the movie stops i don't think they'll do sequels or anything like that but there's a whole lot more story to tell i mean as we both know serena was the one that actually is the better and more famous of the two. Like she's got more money than freaking God. And they didn't even touch on that, but they do kind of talk about like, um, they have her in the back a lot and just, and you know, and there's a point where he does address it. Like, look, I planned it this way. Like Venus is on top right now, but you are going to be the greatest that there ever was. Will just, he, the way that he gets into the character of Richard Williams, like I was saying earlier, you know, you see these movies and they're like, there's, Oh, there's Will Smith doing this dude. I, completely forgot it was will smith at this point as much as i can anyway but when i was watching this movie there was he was gone will smith was gone and i'm just watching richard williams and i would i would be uh very surprised if he doesn't get a nomination for this one really really fucking good dude. the whole time there's no laundry folding going on with this one steve you're not getting up to get you're, drinks you're watching you, you, a wonderful you, movie you shed a tear no but i to me there really wasn't like tear shedding moments in this one you know what I mean? And they really do make him out to be this like wonderful person. But I mean, he also, from what I understand, like kind of abandoned a whole other family. He was a completely different person. So, or like it makes it a, a more grand appearance of 
Richard Williams than actually he probably was. But in the sense of what he did in real life for Venus and Serena, I think it captures it really well. I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that they show at the end. You know how those movies where someone's a, like a, it's like a, like a biopic and then they start showing the real footage at the end. Uh-huh. He did a pretty goddamn good job, man. Like the way that he talked, his affect, the way he walked, really, really fucking good. I think you'll watch this one. And I'm wondering why you haven't. Because when you don't watch movies that people are talking about, something tells me there's a reason why you're not watching this movie. I just, there were other things that I had to see that just uh, superseded it. That's all. Fair enough. I'm going to watch it. But there were just, every time I turn, I mean, right, like for some reason right now, everything's on like oh my gosh i haven't seen that oh my god i haven't seen that yeah. so you just keep on watching these things that's real i do think it's totally worth a watch it's uh and i again i will be very surprised if he doesn't get a nomination for it i don't know if he'll win i really got to go back and look at this year's movies it's been a big blur of movies and really kind of you know when we put our show together of like a top 10 or whatever of this year i really got to go back and do some research man because it's been a very strange year but i have a feeling king richard may be in there I'm not entirely sure yet, but I'd love the movie. I'll tell you that. Uh, I'll rate it real quick. I was really hoping we could talk about it, but since not, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just burn it real quick. Uh, let's give it four out of five extra long bathroom breaks. That'll make sense. <laughs> That'll make sense when I watch <laughs> it. That'll make sense. It's one of the scenes. It's like the most infuriating scene of the movie. To be honest with you, it's not like it's a real spoiler. Basically, it's the match where she goes up against. I forget her name. Uh, she was um, like the number one tennis champion. Yeah. In the world, she was from Spain. I can't remember her name. And Venus is just smoking her. It's the first, like her first professional, um, you know, appearance, her first professional match. And she is smoking this chick, just kicking her fucking ass. And she just can't score to save her life. And I forget what they called it, but she did this like this break thing. And she goes, she just walks off the court and they just say, oh, she just needed to use the restroom. And apparently this is, I don't know if they've changed the rules, but because I'm not a massive tennis fan, but it's, you know, legal for her to do that. And they just go, oh, well, she has to use the restroom real quick. And she ends up taking like 10, 15 minutes. It just goes on forever. And the whole time she's just in there getting her head right. Who knows? They don't show her, you know, what's going on. But obviously that's what she did. She went in there to get her head right because she was super frustrated. And then she comes out and, of course, wins the match. And that's not really a spoiler because it actually happened. But uh, it's so frustrating. You're just so pissed for her because Venus is just like, you know, it's like that. It's not really an underdog movie, but it's that sports movie where you want to see them succeed. And this is her moment. And then she just gets it taken away from her by cheating. That's not technically cheating. You know what I mean? Loophole cheating, if you will. So kind of sucks. But that's kind of where the movie ends. And then it's like what happens after that match. It just leaves it open to I don't really think it's like open for a sequel, but of course they could. But all the acting is phenomenal. And someone who's really good in this one is John Bernthal. He's always good. Yeah, he is. But I've really never seen him do this type of a role before. But. I liked it, man. He was good. It was he ended up being like her um, her second professional coach. His name is Rick Mackey, and uh, just his affect too. Like everybody in this movie is doing something that I personally haven't really seen them do before, and that's why I really like it. So hopefully you'll watch it, dude. I'm just curious what you think. Oh, I'm in for sure. Nice, nice. What's next? I am so interested in what you're going to say about this movie. Which movie are we talking about? Last night. Last night in Soho. I am very interested. This is going to tell me a lot about you as a person. You think so? What do you think I'm going to say? I think, I don't know. That's just it. I don't know. It's going to go either one way is going to say something or the other way is going to say something. Okay. By your tone. I'm not going to tell you. By your tone, I'm guessing you didn't like it, but I guess we'll find that out in just a second. Last night in Soho, an aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. Uh, If you guys have ever seen the movie Somewhere in Time, 
Kind of like that. A little bit like that. But anyway, uh, but the glamour is not all of it, what it appears to be. And the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. This movie is written and directed by Edgar Wright, Mr. Fancy Pants, with a screenplay by uh, Christy Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Steve? It stars. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I, I believe it's Thomasine McKenzie, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who I adore, Diana Rigg, Matt Smith. That's doctor, the doctor, the 11th doctor. And then, uh, you know what? Just a whole bunch of people. For time's sake, look it up on IMDb. Let's talk about it, Steve. Go for it. Do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. Ah, see? Okay. All right. See, I know what you're going to say, so I kind of, you know what? I'm going to be stubborn. You go first. No, because it has to <laughs> you go first. You have to. You want the, okay. It's okay, so important for, for me to hear this. Understood. Okay. So what did I think about this movie? I will say <laughs> that in a um, typical Edgar Wright fashion, it's a very stylish movie. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like I did, yeah. I really did enjoy like the cinematography of this movie. Okay. Now, the way I'm going to describe this movie is kind of like when your homie comes off stage and maybe, well, I won't say what kind of, what you thought of the performance, but you're like, you look good, homie. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So this movie yes. looks fantastic. I really like the way it was shot. I love the soundtrack. I like the, uh, you know, the, the wardrobe, all that shit uh-huh. I think looks fantastic. And again, I love Anya Taylor-Joy. So I will tell you right now that I like this movie more than you did, but I think it could have been a little bit shorter. And it's again going to be one of those movies where I'm not seeing what everyone else has seen about this movie. Unless we're just talking about like the style of it. It was, it was, an, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but it's not a movie that I'm going to like take with me forever and remember. Oh, but remember last night in Soho in 2021, this is not that movie. I didn't turn it off. I watched the whole thing, retained the whole thing. I appreciated some stuff, but it's just, it was to me, it was just a movie to be honest with you. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, we yeah. can talk about it more when I know how you're feeling and certain scenes or whatever that may have gotten to you. But I will say this, you know, the whole twist at the end. It wasn't a twist for me, G. I saw that shit from like a mile away. Oh, really? I totally, yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm not like that in every movie I see, but I'm like, nope, that's, I won't say what it is just for the sake yes. of people watching it, but I'm like, nope, this is what it is. And I was 100% uh-huh. right. Huh. So what, well, what you, are you rating it? Uh, you want me to give my rating now? Okay. I'm going to give it a five. Out of, no, I'm just kidding. I will give <laughs> a, <laughs> um, a Steven. I will give this movie, uh, I'm going to give it a three out of five groovy dance numbers. Okay, so last night in Soho, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is um, and I'm not basing this on people raving about it or anything like that. If I would have just pushed start, if this wasn't directed by Edgar Wright, I would have stopped it. Really, that the bad? The only reason I continued watching it is because I love Edgar Wright so much. That's why I started, kept on watching it, which says a lot for his style. I was like, you know, I'm willing to go go and see where he goes with this thing. There must be a finish line. He can make anything look good. Exactly, and it looked fantastic. Make no mistake, this movie looks great, but the story is like what? Uh, it's it's just. I don't know what I was supposed to, and I, maybe he doesn't want you to know. I like don't know what I was supposed to feel during this movie. It was just like okay, the main, the 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 what was the lead actress's name? Anya Taylor Joy, or the other the other one, one. the other one, Thomasine McKenzie. Okay, I I it was a lot of for her her whole oh my god like nothing but that. <laughs> 
I like and her. And after a while, I was like, okay, dude. Did you see uh, Jojo Rabbit? No. It's fantastic in Jojo Rabbit. I like the actors. The, see, the, I've never, this is the first time I've seen it, and every scene was just like, oh, God, dude, I'm like, oh. It's like, come on, man, just crying almost. And, and I get it, because she's emotional. She's traumatized, Steve. Exactly. But there has to be a middle ground, though. You can't just be like, oh, this is just her all the time. Like, come on, G. What, 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 what are we doing? I felt bad for, My- was it Michael Ajao? I think it's Ajao? Michael Ajao? The guy who played John, her, her, uh, her, whatever, her, her romantic her interest. Randomly guy that just lingers on her every wish for some reason during this whole movie? He was into her, man. That guy? When you're into somebody, you do what you got to do. No. <laughs> Not like this, because there's no reason he should like her like, like this. Like, he should have dipped, like, quick. There should have been oh, no. Oh, you know when, like. They kind of put him as a black man raping a woman. Yeah. And he comes in and she's like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And what? And he didn't do something to you. Add that little piece. I'm okay. I'm like, oh, I don't like her already. (laughs) I do not like her already. And then he comes back the next day to check on her. Are you all right? (laughs) Oh, I was like, what is it looks bad. And I think I'm not the only one that's just like, yeah, this doesn't look good. But other than like Anya Taylor Joy is always just good. Like she she's just good. Yeah. She's good at what she does. And you know, so I can't even say like, oh, she was oh no, she's good. She knew exactly what she was going to do. As far as that role, doing. she nailed it. Nailed the role, G. So she's a good part of this movie. But other than that, dude, I just thought the movie was um you know what this would have been good for? If someone was like, this is my first movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I see a future with this dude or with this woman. Yeah, I, I totally get this. And I would have been shocked at how well they filmed the, the you know, they created this vibe. But for Edgar Wright, I would expect it more. Well, much more. You know what I'm saying? So I thought it was, I, I give it a 1.7 out of 5. Oof. A 1.7 out of 5 ghost rapist. Okay. They were kind of scre- like kind of scary, right? That was well done. A little, a little creepy, I think. I'm trying to find something to sell you on this movie. I liked it. No, it was the it was it was just for me after it was over. I was just like <laughs> like you, you know, you kind of have to chuckle to yourself and just be like, "Well, oh, that happened. Let me let me watch something to clean the palate." All right. Steve Hudson, one tough customer, ladies and gentlemen. 1.7. He didn't even go 1.75. 1.7. That's a that's a I, I had a better time watching Red Notice. Really? That's fair. Yeah. You go, you get to laugh and stuff, at least. And you get you're like, oh, it keeps me engaged. This one, sometimes you're like, where and like I said, that whole I'm like, why is this guy lingering on her? Why? What is he gonna make a point in this movie? He did nothing. He liked her, man. He just liked her, Steve. That's it. That's it. And then at the end, it was even all I did was like her. I was like, you got stabbed, bro, because of this woman's visions that you don't even have any proof happened. (laughs) You have none. You came so close to dying. For visions that you have not seen. Yeah, to me, that would just be crazy woman. I'd have been out. Bro, listen. The first Listen. night, the night you described, the where the where the uh, oh, I'm out, bro. I could have got in. hell no. That's it. And no, he just comes the next day to check on her. She didn't hit him up and be like, "Hey, 
Considering that people probably think you beat me up or did some horrible things, are you good? No. He comes clinging to her. He gets stabbed. He comes to her fashion show. What are we doing with this movie? Yeah, 1.7. Okay, that's fair. I will say that uh, Terrence Stamp was great casting. Anytime you put Terrence Stamp in a movie, though, I'm, I'm happy for it. Oh, for sure. Kneel before it. Zod. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, what a, this movie. Like I said, from anyone else, I will be like, oh, yeah, they're, they have a future. Edgar Wright, come on, man. Okay. All right. Well, listen, two more quickies and we're going to get out of here real quick because I want right. to see if I can at least attempt to cleanse the palate, okay? I'm going to go okay. in the order I think I should go so that way we get a cleansed palate towards the end. I'm hoping this okay. is the way. But let's talk about Disney Plus's Hawkeye. Episode one, possibly two, depending if you watched it or not. Uh, this Did you watch two? Last week. I have watched two. Okay. So go ahead, man, because we, we did have a small discussion about this. So I have a feeling you can get your thoughts. Okay. Quick. Um, so when I started watching Hawkeye, Hawkeye is on Disney Plus. It's a cool little Christmas groove. Hawkeye's back, ladies and gentlemen. Hawkeye's back with, uh, I wouldn't say it's his. It's not a sidekick. It's not even a protege. No, I think it would be a protege. Because he hadn't taught her anything. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if the comics say so. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, so with his protege, uh, you know, they're... I think I'm using that term I correctly. I mean, she, let's put it this way. She ends up being Hawkeye at some point, and that's just no. Okay, I and I would say, I don't want to ruin any of the whatever. There's a reason that he hooks up with her and stays with her. That there's a reason. Because I was wondering why, why but okay. So I start watching and 15 minutes in, your boy is in. Like I am in to the point I'm telling, I was like, dude, how can you not like this show? This show is amazing. Uh -oh. <laughs> We're going I was like, how <laughs> could anyone dislike this amazing show? We're just at the top of the roller coaster, ladies and gentlemen. And then <laughs> it kind of, uh, it's not bad. Uh -huh. It just simmers. To the point that nothing actually really happens anymore. For the first, I think the most action we get is a LARPing thing. That was a great scene, dude. It was a great scene, but pointless. I mean, it wasn't really pointless. It's just comedy. Like, you see, here's the thing. And, I, and I, I'm sorry if I'm stepping No, no, no. Notes. I want you to jump. Yeah. I just think that I appreciated that because uh, I don't hate Jeremy Renner. I don't hate Hawkeye. But I've always been the least connected to Hawkeye. You know what I mean? And, and honestly, I think even though I don't hate Jeremy Renner, I just there's not a lot that really impresses me with him. I mean, uh, Hurt Locker and then what? You know what I mean? No, um, yeah. So for me, I feel like this is a nice little redemption. Oh, the town. He did good in the town. Oh, yes, he did. You're right. But I, I feel like this is a nice little redemption for Renner and hopefully for Hawkeye. I don't know how it's going to go so far, but... I don't know, man. I'll st I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it just seems to me like no, this I is probably the a, most I've liked him in a very long time. I think it's a, it's not a marvel show. It's a show that I think it's going to be like hijinks and Sue. And I'm in, I'm fine with that. I just thought I was in my Marvel bag in the first half an hour, or 40 minutes or so. I was like, oh my God. But I realized, oh, well, this isn't that. It's it's a Marvel show, but it's a different sort of Marvel, which they seem to just be doing. They're trying new things, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's not, uh, I think it's perfectly, perfectly fine. Like if someone told me they hated it, I wouldn't understand that. I'd say you can't. I mean, if you didn't like it, sort of fine. 
But I think if you like Hawkeye, you like the Marvel thing, this is perfectly fine. That's why I'm going to give it a 2.5 out of 5 LARPing fights. It was right down the middle, perfectly fine. But when I started, it was like, oh my God. And then it just went kind of chill. And this is as of episode two? Yes, I watched episode two. Okay, fair enough. Come on though, Rogers the Musical. (laughs) That was funny. And now they're talking about making Rogers the Musical. I would imagine. So, I mean, that's the funny, I mean, it's a silly song that they do, but they put the work into it. I mean, that was was Broadway. And it was supposed to be horrible. It was supposed to be. And it kind of was, but it was still, yes. it felt real though. Like I could actually yes. see that on screen. You know what I mean? Totally. I can totally. do this all day. That's funny shit to me. Yeah. Man. I liked it. Um, I think Haley, is it Steinfeld? Is that your name? Haley Steinfeld? I think so. Yeah. I think she's uh, kind of phenomenal. Like everything that I see her in, I end up, I think she, um, she's kind of like that ingredient that always makes it a little bit better. I'll even go as far as say like in Bumblebee. I think she did a great job with that one. True Grit. Fantastic movie. I like her and I think she has chops. So I'm not really... Uh, I'm expecting more from this and I'm not like sold thinking, ah, that's just okay. I, I really feel like this is something that's going to build up. Um, but so far I will say as far as um, the series go, we're talking, you know, WandaVision and then Loki and then uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'd probably say that at this point in the game, it's probably my least favorite so far. Yeah. Oddly tied with Loki. Loki has a lot going on with it, but Loki's kind of a lot. You know what I'm saying? So like, oh, yeah, it's it's I haven't even finished it yet. It's you know what I'm saying, though? It's like you kind of have to really Mm -hmm. lock into that one. And whereas this one, it's not so hard. But I would say that it's yeah, it's kind of at that point. So but I have a feeling that it's going to get better. And again, I want this to be Hawkeye's redemption arc. Like this is where we start really appreciating him. It's super late in the game. And maybe he's just going to be like if they if they continue him in the uh, MCU movies, maybe he's just going to be more of like a he'll just drop in every once in a while to help out or something like that. But I think that there's going to be some cool shit happening with this one. I've heard some rumors that, but they're just rumors, but it's possible we might get, cause you know, now we got the multiverse and everything. We might get Kingpin in this dude. That's pretty dope. With Vincent D'Onofrio. I, that's pretty freaking. Dope. And I don't know if this is true or not, but you know how like the, the comic Kingpin has that weird distorted body with the little head. Yes. I, we, I don't know. Don't hold me to this, but I hear we might end up getting something close to that. So, I, there's just a lot of potential that could happen with this and I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm so far I'm enjoying it. And I don't like, I don't think that I'm going to like drop off of this one or I will be watching this night uh, weekly as it comes out. Usually my tradition is just to like come home after work, start it, watch it and then go to bed. So I'm looking forward to see what happens with this and I'm enjoying it. Way, I guess more so than you. So I'll give it so far a 3.75 out of five track suits or possibly one eyed dogs. Steve, I can't decide. I mean, that's a, uh, that, that dog is uh, adorable. Fell in love with the dog right away, but it doesn't take much for me to fall in love with a dog, you know? I mean, technically, I mean, you, you have two adorable ones. They're beautiful. I love them. One of them's an they asshole. We shit in the garage today. All right, Steve, I know you got to get out of here. So just real quickly, we won't even rate it. Are you watching Yellow Jackets? I am watching Yellow Jackets. Do you like it so far? So far, I am. Well, anything with homegirl in it. I forgot her name. There's lots of homegirls oh. in this one, bro. Dang, what's her name? Hold on, let me look. Got your girl from uh, bitter, uh, Sweet Bitter in it. <laughs> i'm still fighting a good fight on that one man i don't know why you're no it's terrible that. you're that right movie, season, i watched i watched season two and you. i was out then season one was trash i'm just saying i watched season two when i was out uh what's my girls oh melanie linsky okay i, I love melanie linsky 
It's got Christina Ricci, Juliette Lewis. There's a good cast in this, and I know you got to go. So I'm just going to say this. From what I'm seeing so far, I'm fully in with this shit. Because if you throw in that whole like stranded uh, plane crash, and then you start throwing in some like Lord of the Flies bullshit, I am yeah. in. And it, the, it comes out every Sunday, so we got a new one tonight. I have a feeling this is going to be an incredible show. Let's talk about it next week. Man. I bet if Lord of the Flies never happened, there'd be a lot of opportunity for a lot of shows. But everyone says the same thing. Oh, it's like Lord of the Flies. Well, no, I'm just saying it's a good reference point. <laughs> no, I know. But that that thing, that just shows how groundbreaking that idea was. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, where if we're left to our own devices, well, then again, we left our own devices on Earth and yeah, we kind of did the same thing. So yeah, we're, we're right. living Yellow Lord Jackets right now, Steve. <laughs> it's on we are living yeah. the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, it's on Showtime, you guys. A wildly talented high school girls soccer team becomes the unlucky survivors of a plane crash deep in the Ontario wilderness. Check it out. It is on Showtime every Sunday. Uh, Yeah, we got a new one coming tonight. It is November 20th. I don't think I can get lost in Ontario. What are you talking about, Steve? Yeah, I can get out of it. She put me on. Ontario wilderness, yeah, I'm going to get out. Now, maybe in like. So you see the first bear, you're out. I still, they're like, oh, I was trapped in the Ontario wilderness. Just calm down. Walk like three miles one direction. <laughs> For gonna, 19 months, they're there, Steve. There must be more to Gee, it than that. come on, dude. You know who I think is going to be the MVP of this show? Who? Christina Ricci. I think you're Christina Reaching. Oh, <laughs> I just set, the, I set you up and you just you knocked him down. <laughs> All right. I know. And on that note. You got to get out of here, bro. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll you know what? laughing about that all the way to you our house. You pat yourself on the back all the way home. I try. <laughs> all right, man, take us out. Hello? Did I lose you? What a time to lose you. Are you serious? All right. Uh, I think I just lost Steve at the very end of this, and I don't know if he just dipped or what. So let's see. One last chance. Steve, you there? I guess this is a perfect time for Steve to be gone. All right. It's me. I think you can hear me too, but I'm going to go ahead and do this here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. It's been a pleasure. We are back. We'll be back very soon. Check out the Patreon episode and we'll be back. uh, Let's see. Episode 176 coming quicker than you know it. All right. So with that, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. A peace.